0: And these days, manufacturers seem to be launching families of irons, And that's what Callaway have done with the Rogue. We've got the standard Rogue iron, we've got the Rogue Pro, and we've also got the Rogue X. And I'm going to go through all three models here just to show you the differences to help you make a choice as to which one might be the best one for you. So let's get going with the Rogue. Uh, Start with the wedge here. And when you put it down, it looks pretty much like most Callaway irons have looked at in the past. It's got a fairly uh, mid-sized head. It's got a reasonably thick top line. It's quite compact, kind of sort of rounded shape for a wedge. But it's everything you probably expect from a, a sort of mid-market Callaway iron. They've actually got a pretty good feel for a wedge. And what they've done with the Rogue irons is, as well as the cavity, trying to make the face as fast as they possibly can, they've actually put a dampener in the middle of it, which is, has what they call uh, microspheres in it. And these are little sort of pockets of air, which actually absorb a lot of the un- unwanted vibrations. Because when you make a face thinner and you make a face faster, doesn't get to a point where it doesn't really sound very good at all no one's going to buy the iron so what they've done is put this dampener in to help improve the sound and the feel and what's that allowed them to do is to make the faces a little bit faster and this is a sort of theory that goes through all of the models in the range with the exception of the pro that is um, i've got the eight iron here now as well a slightly bigger head a little bit more offset still quite a medium thick top line Again, the, the feel from this is pretty good. I think you're gonna find most mid-handicappers are gonna to migrate to, to this particular sort of iron. If I go up to six here, and you're really starting to see a lot bit more offset here in the six iron. It's got a slightly bigger head again. This is gonna give people a decent amount of confidence, and really, the offset's quite noticeable here. And it's nice to have that progressive offset because it gives you that forgiveness and also gives it a little bit of feel as well. As the head is getting bigger, you're starting to notice a slight difference in the sand. I don't know if you hear that there. Let's just pop on up to the four. And this is where these types of irons do very well, because now this is really looking more like a gamer improvement iron. The offset is a little bit bigger, more so than the, the sh- did in the shorter irons. And it's it that sort of blend from cavity back with a bigger offset to cavity back with a very little offset, that really should make these appeal to a wide range of players. So that's the standard Rogue. I'm now just going to go down to the Rogue Pro. So let's start here with the wedge, because I always like looking at wedges and, and better player designs. Now, if you remember the Steelhead X14 Pro Series, if you're old enough for that, this is what I think the Rogue Pro looks like. I mean, I know they tried to do this with Steelhead XR Pro, but this, to me, more is the genetic descendant, if you like, of the X14. and. X-12 uh, Pro Series. It's a little bit smaller. The offset's a little bit uh, less than it is with the uh, standard Rogue, but to all intents and purposes, when you put that down, it almost looks like a a better player's wedge, really. There's really hardly anything in it at all. Let's just go on up a little bit here. We've got the 8 again. And this is quite compact too. But it's what you would expect maybe if you're looking at a forged blade and from above you really couldn't tell the difference The feel from that is pretty good. It's got quite a good flight on it And I think if you're a better player And you want something with a little bit of forgiveness, but doesn't look too much like a game improvement line And this is where these pros come in. Let's just have a go at the six Again, it is quite compact for I say it's certainly relative to the Rogue so you'd have to be wanting to have that kind of look for an iron you maybe don't want to go straight down to a blade something like the Apex MB which are are lovely uh, but probably not particularly forgiving and what you've got is all that technology of the faster face but in a smaller head size and I had these on GC2 earlier just to see how they were compared to the standard Rogue irons and as you might expect they were just a few yards shorter and the, the launch conditions and the speed was pretty much the same, so there wasn't a great deal between the two. So that really means it's going to come down to which head size you prefer, what type of player you are, what type of look you're going to get. So if you can hit the ball consistently in the middle, then the Rogue Pro is probably the one to go for. So those are probably your more traditional sort of lines, if you, if you can let me express it that way. They've got relatively normal loss for these days and again, relatively normal performance. But these days, irons seem to be about distance, and Calero decided to really go for it with the Rogue X. This is an oversized iron, but not oversized in as much as that it's sort of big and chunky. Yes, it has a slightly longer head than the standard Rogue, but you've got a slightly deeper cavity, which is drawn further back, and you've got that fast face in there with the material, the damnet in the cavity as well, to, really allowed like to modify the sound so you can have the biggest thinnest face you can have they made the face a little bit thinner, thicker in the middle a little bit uh, thinner around the edges just to really try and maximize that ball speed across a greater area head size wise it's maybe a little bit bigger than the standard road not much though this is the way just got a little bit of offset but not masses i have to say the feel from that is really good for this size of head and this style of head it's very good indeed. All the soles have got quite a rounded back to them. They are relatively wide, so if you need help getting the ball up in the air, then this is where the Rogue X comes in. Let's go up to the A time. Again, this you can start to see there's m- more offset here than there was on the standard rogue. So a slightly thicker top line as well. <laughs> That really feels like it's zipped off the face. You can can hear it. The sands not too hollow, goes very well indeed. Let's just pop on up to the six here. Again, more offset, thick top line, lots of confidence. And this is where you're really starting to feel the technology coming in. I had this on GC2 against the standard Rogue as well, and the differences were quite marked. Yes, the loft's are a little bit stronger, we should say that, but that's really because the faces are faster. You can see there's an increase in ball speed. And what that was giving us was a significant amount of difference over the standard rogue, almost up to as much as a club more. So these irons are really going to be for somebody who needs a little bit more distance with their irons. They want to be hitting, you know, a seven or an eight iron instead of the, the six that they have been hitting in the past, because it's gonna give you the same height But with that ball speed and the lower spin, it's going to give you that extra distance. That's the one you really want to try is this 4-iron. And when you're getting up into this club, you're starting to see the cavity appearing at the back of the club, but that is because that CG is low and back. If you can get past that, what you're going to get is a very powerful line. Stand 18 and a half degrees which really is just over a two iron in old money but it's got number four on the bottom and again that's just an illustration of how fast these clubs are becoming and i could even see you know low single figure players taking this type of four out just to put it at the top of the other set and i think with the way these things are configured It's probably not possible to blend the Rogue-X with any of the other two sets. You could possibly put the 4-iron at the top of the set or maybe one of the other ones if you just wanted that driving style iron just to get yourself in the fairway and have something with high launch that's nice and straight. You possibly could even do it with the 5-iron as well. It's really gonna be a case of seeing which one suits your game. I think with the other two sets, you probably again need to stay within those sets. There's probably not too much of a crossover between the standard rogue and the Rogue Pro. So each of these are really sort of standalone and with the Rogue and the Rogue Pro they are kind of quite close together. But the Rogue X is probably a set apart. You know it's there really for people who want out and out distance. This is Callaway showing what they can do when they make those faces thin and give you as much ball speed as they possibly can do. What I think there's a real benefit with the Rogue range is you're getting a lot of technology for the money. I kind of had a mid market price, but I had them on the GC2 against the Epic and the Epic Pro irons. So the Epic iron probably stacks up against the standard Rogue, and the Epic Pro against the Rogue Pro, and the Rogue X is kind of off by itself. And really, you could see that whilst the Epic might give you distance, it is actually twice the price. So you're going to get actually relatively similar performance for much less, because a lot of the technologies that they've used in the Epic have come across into Rogue in a slightly different form, maybe with slightly different materials, but you are getting a lot of technology for your money relatively here, and it's really going to be an option, I think, for more people to access this kind of ball speed technology in irons than it would be if they had to fork out for the Epics. I hope you enjoyed the video. I hope that's enabled you to understand the difference between these irons and which one you might go for. So please let me know what you think. Please drop some comments below. It'd be great to hear from you. If you enjoy these videos, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And for more reviews on all the Callaway Golf equipment, just check out the golfalot.com website.